This is Glorify and Grow Podcast. How's it going, everybody? This is Zach Weston, and today we are starting a brand new podcast called Glorify and Grow, and and I'm joined with Pastor Tom. If you'd like to introduce yourself, and we can kind of get this started, man. Well, Zach, I'm just jazzed to be here today. I really am. Uh, I've heard of you, and I, I couldn't even believe you were able to like take me on to um, deliver this message. So I'm Pastor Tom. I just have a, a total passion for growing other people in, in Christ. Um, to be honest with you, it's real simple. I, I believe the Great Commission says that we are to go and to make disciples. I think the church today has really kind of dropped the ball for some people. Agreed. Certainly not all churches, yeah. but uh, this growth thing just kind of kind of fell by the wayside. And mm-hmm. my motivation for doing this is really my own personal walk. I can yeah. remember being 23, 24 years old, kind of a little missing something in my life, Yeah, finding finding Christ and having somebody walk me through that. But once I said this prayer, it was sort of like, now what do I do? And there's so much to do. I mean, just growing in Christ is such an amazing experience. But you need to help other people develop the angst for God's Word, to, mm. to want to grow, to want to become more. Yeah. And I just hope that this couple minutes every week is it's just something we can just get you an aha moment where I never really thought about that, or I really yeah. want to dig into God's Word, or I want to ask the people around me what I can do to, yeah. to grow more like Him. I like that. Yeah, so I think you brought up a good point. The church has had a really difficult time fostering their their people inside the church. We've gotten so outside the church motivated we're, we're worried about bringing new people in and and baptisms and devotions and all that stuff and, and i think in a lot of ways we've kind of forgotten how to grow the people that are already there how do you make people's relationship with christ stronger and how do you make their understanding of the bible um, more in depth when they're already a part of the church rather than trying to reach all the people outside, all the de-churched, all the unchurched people, people that have never met Christ at all. You know, we we're very good at that as a church, as a big C church. But I think that that you, you kind of brought up and hit on the head, the fact that, that we have a difficult time really growing the people that are already in the church. So, so I guess that's kind of a question for you. What, what are some, some things that you want to do with this podcast that would help to well, grow know, people? Zach, a couple years ago, I remember um, our audio went down at church, yeah, and I had to pop up and 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 deliver like a twenty twenty five minute sermon just like off the top of my head, man. Yeah. And it was like, oh my gosh, man! And like, pray, 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 bring me something. Yeah, and I still remember vividly what was brought to me, and and I'm sure there's there's more, mm-hmm. but I have in the last eight years, I've just really grounded myself to answer your question that people need four things, and, yeah. and at least these four things. They, they need to make the commitment to be at church weekly. I mean, we understand Agreed. vacations come up and those kind of things, yeah. but if you're not part of a church, then you'll never experience the family that church can be. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, if you're not in a small group or a life group or a community group, I mean, you'll never get to know people on a more intimate level, people that can do life with you, people that yeah. you can call when there's a problem. It's so sad as a pastor to see somebody who's even been attending your church for years, but you don't know them. Yeah. And all of a sudden they call you and what's going on? You know, number three, which is a big one, 
and it just hardly exists in most churches I'm around. And that's an accountability partner, one-on-one mm, time yeah. with, with, a, with an older brother or an older sister. I mean, being respectful of same gender, yeah. being able to talk. I mean, maybe you're struggling with alcohol or pornography or even just a relationship. You need somebody to really just kind of get to know you. Yeah. And that fourth, and I kind of look at it like a stool, mm-hmm. it's that fourth leg is really your time with Jesus. But if we're not taught how to do that, yeah. I mean— Church is so guilty of using churchy words. Yep. You know, oh, you need to be sanctified. You need to <laughs> come and experience fellowship. Yeah. And I was one of those guys, so I know other people are like that. You shake your head and you go, oh, yeah, I, I want to I be glorified and justified and sanctified yeah. and have fellowship and community. But unless somebody tells you, yeah. how do you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's a big part of it, right? Uh, Paul... And, and people kind of commended him for this when he wrote all his letters. He wrote in the, the, the vernacular of the people. He didn't try to make it super fancy, and and tell them all these things that, that would that would fill them up with with knowledge or that would fill them up with like, feeling better than somebody else. He was honest with them and he was like, "This is what you need to do to reconcile the issues that you're having inside your church in Corinth or Ephesus or wherever." And, and he never once made it churchy, you know, obviously that was a, not even a thing at the time. But like you said, we do have this tendency to make things very churchy and to make people think that if you use the right words and you say the right things and you and you clean up your act and you clean up the way you talk and you do all these things, that makes you a better Christian. But really what it is, is like you said, those those three those three legs of the stool aside from time with Jesus is being around other people, being around other people at church, being around other people in a community group and having somebody that's going to hold you accountable to all those things and your time with Jesus. It's like, once we do that, we start to not kind of wobble on our faith so much. We don't have to try to, Oh, I, I mean, I go to church on Sundays. Okay. That's one leg. Do you read your Bible? That adds an additional leg. Like now you're, now you're on a two, two leg stool, but you're still kind of wobbling. Maybe you had the third leg of a community group or a, a life group of some sort. You know, there's stools with three legs, but it's much stronger with that fourth leg. You have somebody that comes alongside you and you're able to have them hold you accountable to all those other things. When you, as, as humans, we get lazy and we decide, oh, I just don't have the time to read the Bible today. And then that day turns into a week and that week turns into a month. And before we know it, we've completely gotten rid of that that habit in our lives of reading the Bible. Well, Zach, and you're right. It's not just a matter of of the habit or failing the habit. Yeah. I, I think the church sometimes has forgotten to let you know there's a battle going on. Oh, yeah. I mean, Ephesians 6.12 tells us that our battle is not against flesh and blood, our oh, own yeah. or anyone else, but the spiritual forces of darkness mm-hmm. that, that rule this world. We forget that it's not just our failings. They're compounded by Satan. Yeah. Who, who wants to kind of throw that other thing out there to, yeah. to, to throw your phone or uh, another app or, or another podcast right. that has something to do? We just don't dedicate the time. And God, man, you just you need to combine with other Christians, man. You need yeah. to have other people. You know, the, the Bible says that, that pity the man who, mm-hmm. who is by himself, who falls down and there's nobody else to lift him up. Right. But it's, it's the whole, uh, what is it, Ecclesiastes 4.12. Mm-hmm. That says it's it's a it's a cord of three strands. I mean, God is blessed as the man who has another alongside of him yep. that when he falls, that can pick him back up. Yeah, and I think that's what my hope for this podcast is. Is look, man, I, I'm not even that smart a guy. 
I, I just love Christ, man. Yeah. And 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 I'm Same. learning. You know, one of the things that that it took me years to understand about the Bible. It's it's the only book that I've probably read through it cover to cover fifteen times, mm-hmm. and I still it's almost like every time I read it, I have more questions. Yeah, I, I have more things I want to understand, or yeah. I see something different. And I want to encourage people that are going to tune into this podcast. I mean, I, I'm just a knucklehead, man. I, I just love God, and God pours through me. It, it's yeah. nothing about me that I want myself lifted up, but but let God use me to yeah. to talk to you. Agreed. I mean, that's the that's the gig, man. There's so much fun stuff. I mean, think about the word prayer. People tell a brand new Christian, well, you got to pray every day. Yep. Do we remember what it was like when we were brand new? We didn't even understand How what a prayer it. was. Or, yeah. or I thought prayer for the first 18 years of my life was, you know, God, I thank you for this, our daily food, amen. Mm-hmm. Oh, or no. the following yeah. the pastor, the pastor said, you know, and God be with you and with you. I, <laughs> it was a repetitive yeah. thing, but... I, I love telling the story that years ago, I was probably in my 40s. I know I sound like I'm 20, but I got some years on me, bro. Gotcha. But I remember just all of a sudden this hit. Yeah. And it hit because I, I did the right thing at church one day. I, I went to somebody and I said, you know, I, I think I need a, a brother. I think I need somebody to walk alongside. And I started that relationship. And, and this guy, I don't think he realized he was talking in churchy words. and But churchy words aren't even the ones that we mention. Yeah. It's prayer. Yeah. I remember going to a library at a local church and pulling like every book. I mean, dude, I was like 10, 11 books reading about prayer. Yeah. And at the end of it, I got this simple realization that prayer is just talking to God. Yeah. And, and understanding who he is, that right. here's the creator of the universe that cares enough about me mm-hmm. to want me. Yeah. To ask me. That's In fact, Jesus even taught us how to pray yeah. to him. And it's just kind of being there for him. And I'm just hoping that through this time that we have together weekly or bi-weekly, whatever the rhythm kind of kind of rolls out to, yeah. that we can just kind of go, well, I want to kind of know more about that. Right. And whatever church you go to or whoever is in your life, ask them questions, man. Yeah. It's part of humility. It's part of growth is to know what you don't yeah. understand. Yeah. You, you mentioned something earlier that really kind of made me think of 2 Timothy 3, 7. It says, it says always, always learning but never coming to the full knowledge of truth. Right. I mean, there's some of us out there who are... Guys, we just we just love to read books, but mm-hmm. unless we kind of sit and learn how to meditate on that on God's word, just kind of mull it, and yeah. to even know that God gave us permission to wrestle with it, to to question Him about it, so that we could grow. Yeah. And that's really the point of of why we're doing this together each week. Yeah. Oh, I I love that. Yeah, I think that just having that encouragement for people, like you talked about, it kind of bolsters that stool that metaphor that you use to kind of, it's just another thing in your tool belt to, to really um, hopefully we spur discussions that, that allow people to ask questions. Hey, they, I listened to this podcast the other day and these guys were talking about this. Like what, what are they talking about? I maybe you, you don't understand it or, or somebody that you're accountable to or your small group or whatever it is, you're able to have that conversation with them. Or maybe it, it spurs on a conversation with somebody at work where, where they ask you a question and, and God used this podcast as a way to, to put a thought or put a, put a statement in your mind that allows you to kind of give the gospel to somebody else because you were able to, to use this as a tool. And like you said, really sit in it. 
and, and start to consider rather than just using it as something to listen to, something for entertainment, something for whatever. I pray for both of us that, that we're able to give people something from God, not from us, not, not our voices. I mean, obviously we have to be a, a platform for people, but, but I pray that both of us are able to, to give people something to consider and talk about and to give other people uh, a way to grow in Christ. I mean, honestly, I think the, the title, the name that you came up with for the podcast is, is perfect. It really just allows for, for a very concise version of, of a very broad topic. How do we grow in Christ? There's, I mean, there's a thousand ways to answer that question, man. Well, you're right. And sometimes I think we, and, and again, maybe it's part of the problem with the church today. We try to make sophisticated and intellectual answers to, to things. And unfortunately, sometimes there's pride mm-hmm. involved in that. But I, I've come to learn, it's taken me a long time to get there, but it's why we named this podcast. If a, if a brand new Christian says, what do I do now? Yeah, It's glorify and grow. That's all it is. I mean, we just have to live our life and then, okay, you know what? I'm going to spend time with you and I'm going to help you understand what it means to glorify God. Yeah. I, I, I love Ecclesiastes where Solomon, you wow. know, after he's kind of ranting through how it, what all the mistakes he made in his life, you know, yeah. I, I can relate, man. Like right. so much of my life was dust in the wind, you know, right. so so yeah. much that I thought was something, which, yeah. which now is nothing. And at the end he comes down and he says, it comes down to two things, yeah. to fear God and obey his commands. Yeah. And I look at it and I go, you know, as simple as that is, does a does a new Christian, does a mature Christian, does a teenage Christian, does somebody enter? Th- do we even know what it means to to fear God? I mean, yeah. what God meant by that is not necessarily what culture forces on us. I mean, right. fearing something's not a not a good thing. It's not something we strive for. But with God, we learn to trust Him. We learn mm-hmm. that fearing Him is going. You know, and I'm not going to go do that dumb thing anymore because yeah. it's it's I don't want God's retribution. You know, right? And obey His commands. Well. That's easy enough. Mm-hmm. But if you're anything like me, sometimes it's a little hard to obey that white and black sign yeah. on the side of the road. And yeah. it's broadcast. It's pretty big. We can even have it reflect at night. Right. So understanding God's commands is a journey. Mm-hmm. I I remember preaching a couple of weeks ago a, a message that grace was more than forgiveness. And it really kind of brought me right. to this subject because... So many people come to Christ. They, they, they accept Jesus Christ because they want His grace. He's, they want His forgiveness. They want their past left to go. Yeah. And, and they struggle with that. But they, the church again, and I, I don't mean to say the church is any way bad thing. I'm just saying, no. man, we can do it better. Okay? Yeah. We can do it better. We can, we can disciple people. We can sit there and say, you know, that, that growing in Christ is, is an experience. Philippians 1.6, the who began a good work in you. We'll bring it to completion. Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of like taking a new believer and saying to them, look, look at that verse. Like, look close at it. Who began the work? It wasn't you. Right. He began the work in you. Yep. And he will bring it to completion. It's really more about a letting go than grabbing on. Yeah. I mean, churches today, I, I, I think we have to kind of come to a realization that people are going to come to church to get something. Oh, yeah. and, and not a bad thing. I'm not talking about they no. want a, a free Bible. They, they, they want relief. They, they, they want, they want something more. They're searching. Yeah. Perfect word, man. Yeah. But what the church forgets is it's not just a matter of a prayer. It's right. this ongoing process. It's like, it's like um, you know, if you're married, maybe you get it, you know? Yeah. It, you get married, and it's all like, oh, I love this, I love this, I love this. But <laughs> true love comes in being able to love 
in things that are a little bit more of a struggle. Oh, yeah. And then the relationship gets great. I mean, I've been yep. married forever to my beautiful wife, how she puts up with me. I got no idea. Right. But I think if we were on here, and maybe I'll get her introverted self on here one yeah, day. right. We've had to learn that it's not about being happy every day. It's the joy of doing life with somebody. Yeah. It's, it's fear in the Lord. It's saying, my gosh, that's God's daughter. And right. That's one father-in-law I don't yeah. want to upset. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. But growth in all things in Christ are, is, is like that. And the church, and you brought it up earlier, the church has unfortunately become, let's attract. Yeah. But they, a lot of them kind of drop the ball. And I know some some mutual friends of ours are, yeah. have the same passion I do, that it's okay to be a small church. God will take care of us. God yeah. promises in Philippians 4.19 to meet our need. Yeah. And our need isn't a thousand-person congregation and a million dollars a year in giving. That's not our right. need. Our need is is food and water and shelter and, yeah. and love, right? Yeah. And God can give us all those things. So I think it's kind of turning the whole paradigm upside down mm-hmm. and saying, you know what? If God only brings me 10 people, and then I got 10 people. Yeah. And what am I going to do with this? Yeah. And, uh, you know, one of these days in one of these podcasts, I'll, I'll share a great vision God gave me. Yeah. And it brought me to tears. And it's probably why I'm not going to go there today because right. I want to cry in the first episode. Yeah, know? right. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in the I future. Gotcha. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thanks, Zach. I appreciate it too, man. Thanks. Have a great day. God bless.